Welcome to It's Kind of a Big Deal, the official podcast of the Two Degrees Auckland Business Awards. Join hosts Natalie Woodbridge and Mike Burke as they delve into all areas of the awards, from what each category is about and how they are judged, to what these awards mean for businesses, and more. It's Kind of a Big Deal features a variety of guests, including business leaders, lead judges, award winners and finalists, and the team that make the awards happen. Through these conversations, you can learn, grow, and succeed, all while having a laugh along the way. This podcast showcases that entering these awards is kind of a big deal. And welcome back to It's Kind of a Big Deal, uh, the podcast uh, where we learn all about the Two Degrees Auckland Business Awards. Uh, my name is Mike Burke. This is. And I'm Natalie Woodbridge. And today we've got Des Flynn, who is our lead judge for Employer of the Year. Welcome, Des. Thank you. Hey, so um, just like uh, every other podcast we've been doing here, we just wanted to bring you in and and ask you a bunch of questions just to learn about what it's like to be the lead judge for Employer of Choice, but also uh, for yourself, Des. You've been judging these Auckland Business Awards for quite some time. So we're quite keen to hear about your experiences of the past and, the, you know, up to the present and what you see into the future. So thanks very much for joining us today. Pleasure. How did you get involved? Uh, how did you first get involved judging the Auckland Business Awards? When was it? And, and, it, was, and what were it could have been about seven years ago now. Wow. Uh, I didn't actually get the invite. Um, our group CEO uh, did when I was working for the warehouse group and Nick Grayson, and uh, Nick was just new to New Zealand, and he said to me, I just haven't got time to commit to this, um, so I'd like you to pick it up if you'd like to do it, and, uh, and then just take it from there, and let's, let's see how it all pans out. So I got into it by default, really, but... By accident. It's something, yeah, by accident, but it's something that I really, really enjoy doing, and I get a lot out of it. It's, it's, it's uh, huge for me. Uh, it's, it's huge because I meet a lot of new people, mm-hmm. uh, people from outside of the retail channel that I'm most familiar with, um, and I learn something new every day, and something new from all the interactions that you have, not only with your fellow judges, but also with the participants in the, um, in the Employer of the Year program. Awesome. And have you always judged Employer of the Year? Yes, I have. And so what have you seen in the category? Have you seen it change or evolve? Has the quality or quantity changed uh, over the years? It's changed quite remarkably over the last seven years. Um, There's uh, more of an awareness uh, from businesses uh, regarding the importance of their people. And uh, the people uh, are the the biggest asset that a business has. Mm. but they're different to the bricks and mortar assets because they can run away. Uh, they, can, <laughs> they can decide, decide to um, uh, to change careers. They can decide to change employers, mm. uh, and so you're de- you're dealing with this volatility uh, if you don't look after your people properly. And what we've found is those employers that take the time to engage their employees, genuinely engage them in the business engage them in the development of the strategy, uh, engage them in the culture of the business, 
and what it means to them so that they can actually get ownership. Uh, that's a mental ownership of, um, and, 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 and the heartstrings ownership of a business that they stay and then providing that they get the opportunity to be able to be either master in class or to get on the, the, the runs of the, the career ladder uh, and it's their choice which way, whichever pathway they take but they're looked after and um, their employer knows exactly where they want to go, how they want to get there and they can provide them with the opportunities uh, and the learning programs and the encouragement to actually get there, they can end up having very long, rewarding careers uh, through a whole raft of different aspects uh, within the same business. Mm. Well, that's really good to hear because I mean, even from the other side of the awards point, the first year of someone entering a business entering, they enter for the business, the business story. Yeah. And then the years that follow, they actually enter for their employees. Right. And you see that more and more frequently um, because it makes those employees feel special because every year they get to see their successes and the things that they've been involved in be celebrated through the business awards. And you see what all those points that you've hit in the awards through being an employer. Bang on. And do you see that when you're doing the judging, especially where you you know, get the same company that might enter two or three years in a row where you know the first one might be more for either whereas second year, third year, it's for the good of the people. Do you see that? Yes, quite right. I see exactly that. Uh, and over the seven years that, uh, that I've been involved now, um, I've seen the same businesses come through year after year. And what they value, uh, one of the things that they value out of the awards is, is the judges' comments yeah. in terms of how they can actually make their business better and uh, where they might have the opportunity uh, to gain some learnings from the judges, which in all probability are going to be learnings that we've gained from other businesses ourselves. That's a good point, Des. I think uh, one of the things that a lot of companies that haven't applied for the Auckland Business Awards in the past, and we've talked about this with the other lead judges too, is you know the feedback that you get afterwards from the judges is a pleasant surprise. What, what's some of the, you know, what's the process that you go through with your judges in terms of helping them give good feedback? Like, you know, what, what do you focus on to ensure that the, the applicants are getting good feedback? The, um, what we make sure that we do is uh, to give them the good news. Cool. Uh, we always make sure that the good news outweighs the bad news. Nice. Uh, but you can never shy away from the bad news. Uh, and you couch it in such a way that it's a positive negative, if that makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it's all about how you couch it and, and how you explain it. And uh, it normally gets cut through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the intent is for the benefit of the company, right? It's not like, you know, oh, I, needed a, uh, I needed better grammar. The feedback is definitely about how that company can improve being a better employer. Yes, yeah. It's basically mentoring for free. Great. Yeah. So, the most succinct way I've heard it put yeah. out of all the podcasts <laughs> we've been doing. Nice. Cheers, Jess. <laughs> oh, I mean, it absolutely is. And I look at some of the winners that have come through that category that may have entered the first year, become winners almost, or have become supreme winners or in those lines. They use that feedback and they don't get offended by 
I guess the bad news if, if that's how we're going to put it like they don't get offended by it they realize that that's actually advice for them to better their business and it's so important because other reward programs don't do it and right. we pride ourselves on doing it yes one, one, <laughs> one of our recent um, uh, finalist and winners for employer of the year category um, have been only entering the employer of the year category uh, for several years now mm-hmm. and so my advice to them this time around was you need to spread your wings uh, you need to enter other categories mm. uh, so that ultimately at some point in time you may have a better chance of being the supreme winner. So I think we know the company you're talking yeah. about right? <laughs> uh, and I'll let Natalie name them if she thinks it's appropriate. But And that's the difference, right? So that, that company was in the running for last year's Supreme Award. And I remember, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts as well, is mm-hmm. normally you've got a head and shoulders winner for Supreme, but this year we had four companies, all the lead judges were duking it out, staking their claim for their category. Yes. And I remember this, com- and the one thing was, you know, that they hadn't spread their wings into some of the other categories to show, you know, an overall business mm. performance. So I would love to see that company enter uh, you know, two or three of the other categories because it'll, you know, they'll give most companies run for their money. Yeah, yes. I mean, exceptional yeah. company. We will have them on the podcast at some point because they have won Employer of the Year a couple of times in a row. Um, I mean, that some of the changes that we've seen or the way that they've taken the advice that your group have given has made enormous change and they talk about it quite publicly. Yeah. I mean, they've talked about it in every video that we've ever done with them. Exceptional, exceptional business. Yes, yes. And exceptional outside of the employer of the year category as well. Yes, definitely. We just, we just love to see it in the application, right? <laughs> yes. I think we can, I mean, this is ACH consulting, right? Yeah, That's I think we might just send in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, you know, if we're going into some advertising, well, you know, like the call out of how, how good they are and how much they've dominated employer. But, and, and I think, I mean, that would be, and I'll ask you as well, Des, like, you know, what would be the advice you would give to first-time entrants in employer uh, employer of the year and I think I mean you know for some of the other categories it's always been about you know don't expect to win that first time you mm-hmm. come out um, but also know that you're going to get feedback regardless because mm-hmm. and the feedback's going to be about how you can improve not just the award you know winning an award but also how you can improve the business in that category that you talked about yeah. what would be the advice you would give to someone well the interesting thing is that um, over the years uh as, as, as the standards improve, uh, they raise the bar and the bar is, is, is raised across the entire uh, range of uh, participants or okay. entrants uh, that are coming into the category. And so even though a business may, may, may have improved, there may be others that have improved even more than what they have. So it's um, rather difficult to try and gauge at the beginning of the judging process each year as to where it's all going to land. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they do take notice of the advice that's been provided uh, and they do take it into, into consideration, as well as a mix of other things that they will do as well, um, they've got a pretty good chance of actually continue to, uh, to ratchet up the standards. Mm-hmm. And what do you look for in a... Uh, you know, so what advice would you give some of these people when they're writing their written application? Like, what what do you look for in a good written application? Um, I'm look, looking for uh, authentic um, behaviours. Cool. 
uh, authentic behaviours uh, from genuinely engaging their people. A lot of businesses say they do engage their people, but when you actually see um, the, the results from the engagement surveys that some of them will put on there as well, uh, this is the feedback that we, we actually uh, got from our team, from individuals within our team, and this is the action that we've taken as a result of that feedback, and it's made our results even better. You can see that all the dots are joined mm -hmm. and there actually is genuine engagement there, as opposed to others that say, yes, we did that and we had some amazing results and don't put anything else about the, um, the results actually into the, the submission. That evidence piece is quite important. It, it is, mm -hmm. it is. Well, I think, and this has come up actually in a couple of other mm -hmm. categories as well, that, you know, hey, we did this thing and we were amazing doesn't tend to do as well as the, you know, we did the survey, we noticed we were really poor, we could improve quite a lot in this area. Mm. You know, we, we came across adversity and then so we invested here or improved yeah. there and got this to the, you know, that sort of humanistic go on a narrative, mm. tell a story is what really brings mm. judges in, right? I think that's, and, that's important, right, because with when you do look at those things, if you do a survey out to your staff and it's not got the best results or what you were expecting it to be, what you learned from it, how did you implement it, how did you change it, and then what did the results look like afterwards, those are things that you like to see because then you can see why why they've done it, why they've changed and what actions they made. Yes. It's, it's been a little bit difficult uh, with some of the businesses coming through COVID mm -hmm. uh, and they uh, some of them have come back and they've said, um, we thought we were doing the right thing for our team when we uh, did these things for them. Um, and then you ask them, well, did you involve the team and what are we going to do for, for them? Or ask them what are going to be the things that most relevant to them were going to help them the most. And they say, mm, no, we didn't. We missed a trip there. And it really showed up in our engagement survey. Yeah. Uh, and so we've learned a lesson from that. There was a couple of businesses last year that actually did admit that. And that was good, and it was great that they could bring themselves to actually talk about it uh, and put it into the submission mm. um, because uh, it's it's all about honesty and integrity. Mm -hmm. And so being honest and have that integrity with your staff uh, builds a better business. And, so, and Des, I mean, you're notorious for enjoying going out to visit these companies and and interview these companies and going on the walk arounds. Absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, you know, if you want to compare a written application to one of your visits, what do you and your employer of the year judging team look for uh, when you go out for a visit compared to what you look for in a written application? There's two things specifically that, that I personally do. Um, one is it's great to meet with um, if not, it's, if not the entire leadership team, uh, the majority of them, but then ask them questions outside of their category. Okay. So you ask the finance question of the HR person. Oh, really? And, and ask a marketing question of the, um, I don't know, the CFO. Um, and when they're, they're, they're able to flawlessly articulate what that answer is, you know they're all on the same page. Mm. So that's one of the things I look for is, uh, is the leadership team all on the same page. Actually, um, that makes me think about uh, another company, and I, I might divert slightly, but home 
talked about that. Yes. About yes. how great it was to see that their entire team knew exactly what was going on, no matter what department they sat under. Oh. And it opened their eyes to how fantastic their team were. Yeah. And I was like, I love that. I love when you hear that, that piece, they were shocked. That, that was a piece of learning that they got over time. Yeah. yeah. That's From so the good. Feedback, From the feedback, yes. Um, yeah. mm. What was the second thing you did? And the second thing is um, is to ask if you can go out onto the office floor or the shop floor or the, the warehouse floor and, and talk to any random employees that are out there. And so you go out there and you talk to them and while you're talking to them, uh, you're taking in the, the atmosphere and the aesthetics of where they're working and what's up on the walls and um, and you can see the charts and or not, uh, <laughs> see the graphs or not, yeah. uh, see the photos or not, and it's it's great because you can sort of join it all together. This actually actually does happen, and it happens every day, and everybody's engaged with it. Mm. So you get some great feedback from the team. I feel, yeah. Um, one of the other things that I noticed, and, and it would have been might have been two years ago, where we had the three winners, the so the north and west, south and east, and central winners, all came from the same industry, and it was an industry that was known to not be great employers. However, winning the employer of the year category, again, a lot of them had been repeat entries, and that was that construction sector. So yeah. we had um, ACH one, Home one, and Hawkins one. Mm-hmm. And I quite yes. liked seeing that. Like, it was quite unusual because we didn't actually notice it right until just before Best of the Best. Yes. But there was some exceptional storytelling that came out of that as well. And that, that had been coming through a time when um, uh, COVID was, was rampant um, and the construction industry had some really significant issues that they were trying to solve. Mm. And people were shifting around quite frequently. And so the, the sector had to sit up and take notice and do something about it with their people. Hmm. And that was great that they uh, that they did do that. Um, you know, and I think, I mean, is there anything that you look for? Because, you know, we have companies of all sizes and all industries from construction to warehousing to retail and everything in between. And we have the big corporates all the way down to, you know, quite small niche businesses. How do you go about judging the difference between, say, a really big company versus a company with, say, five employees? Um, it's it's all relative. Cool. Um, it's not difficult to do, actually. Um, when you get a multinational like McDonald's, for example, um, you'll find that the, the stores will either be individually owned or, or an owner will have a cluster of three or four stores. Mm-hmm. And so... Although the business in itself is huge, uh, that particular business unit that you're looking at is actually quite compact. Gotcha. So um, it's understanding the, um, I guess, the composition of the business when you go in there first and, and as to whether they've got um, uh, local representation that allows them to be authentic or whether everything's driven offshore. And you do get the driven offshore, or you used to get quite a bit of the driven offshore type business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today, even those large multinationals um, will allow the flexibility for um, the local flavour to be put into, into how they run their businesses. So even if you were a smaller business, that's no reason not to enter employer. Absolutely year, not. Right? 
like there is fair judgment between a smaller company and a, and a much larger one. Yes, there is. Yes. Yeah. Is there any um, final piece of advice you would love to give anyone uh, entering or anything that you think people should have top of mind uh, when they're applying for uh, or even choosing whether or not to uh, you know, apply for employer of the year? Um, yes, there is. Get out there and have a go. Good on you, mate. Mm. Um, that's, that's really important because unless you have a go, you're never going to know where you are pitched against the others. And, you know, it's that free mentoring I think you were talking about. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Des, what we do on some of these other podcasts mm-hmm. is uh, we just want to get to know Des Flynn, the person as well. So we've got a couple of questions that we haven't talked to you about. Uh, do you mind if we get a little bit personal for a minute? Let's go. <laughs> okay, so Des, what's the best food you've had in the last 24 hours? Best food? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, roast lamb that I cooked last night on oh, Weber Barbecue. Oh. Oh, I remember that for Mother's Day. Oh, nice. <laughs> this is one thing that people, well, I think they would have picked up anyway in the podcast. He's a real sweetie. Des, Des, yep, oh, absolutely. Okay. Wins the hearts of everyone. Oh, you yeah. know, and obviously doing the same at home. <laughs> Perfect Mother's Day for. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm already just hearing roast lamb. I know. Oh, it's oh. A nice elephant on chardonnay with it. Oh, oh nice perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was the last thing you binge watched, or what was the last uh, TV series you just had to watch from start to finish? Um, NCIS. Oh, really? Yeah. Straight down the middle. We normally have these reality TV, <laughs> you know, jury duty or something. But no, uh, well, it's well, good to get a real I'll TV show. Chef. Oh, you do love Master <laughs> Chef? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm guessing you've got well, some I'm tips for your lamb last night. And our last one was, what's the last song you listened to? Oh, goodness me. Um, the last song I listened to. It's, it's actually Soul System. Soul system. Soul. Oh, solar system. Soul, solar system. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thanks, Des. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on and sharing your insights as the lead judge for Employer of the Year. Uh, I'm sure people are going to find it really valuable as to, and you know, I think you know quite a few more people are going to enter because tell them, give it a go. Got to learn something new every day. That's right. What are your mottos at? <laughs> well, thank you, Des. And this was, it's kind of a big deal. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of It's Kind of a Big Deal, the podcast that highlights the excitement and impact of the Two Degrees Auckland Business Awards. We hope you found this discussion informative and engaging and that it inspires you to take your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for future episodes and stay tuned for more insights and conversations from our guests. Remember, it's kind of a big deal, not just to be a finalist or winner for these awards, but to have your business in this community. Thanks for listening.